welcome to this Xbox Life episode number 241, titled Xbox Presar. Or maybe it's Xbox Infinity, if I'm reading the show notes right. But anyway, we, a guy can dream, I guess. All those royalty payments. Anyway, this is a show about uh, the Xbox and uh, pretty much anything else we want to talk about. And I guess lately we've been talking a lot about the Xbox Next Gen, whatever it is. Uh, some people uh, like X- to call it Xbox 709. That's right. That's right. That's right. True name that we leaked. That's right. <laughs> and, and you're ready to collect your royalty payments. Is that correct, sir? Pretty much. Except my, my, you know, I am kind of concerned. We haven't got a cease and desist order from Microsoft, so I'm kind of wondering if maybe they're not going to go with the Xbox 709. I'm kind of a little... Well, they'd let the cat out of the bag. I mean, if they send us that, then immediately we know that it's right on. Good point. True. Oh, that's it. That's all. That's exactly what it is. Yes. All right. We're still on. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) And... um. My name is Rob, also known as Presar on Xbox Live, and that sexy, sultry voice that you've been hearing, other than mine, is my good buddy Mark, also known as Wingman. Hello there. 709. How's which it? Which is linked to the Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> Often imitated, never duplicated. That's right. Yes. Anyway, before we get on with the show, uh, you got any stuff you want to talk about? Uh, just stuff that's already in the show. All right, that makes this <laughs> a go. All right, my friend, so what have you been playing lately? All right, I played Dead Island Riptide. Man, I love this game. I can't stop playing it. Um, I am actually only have one achievement left to go to have all 1,000 in it, and I may get it tonight when we're done recording. I'm supposed to hook up with my co-op partner and continue. We're doing all the... Uh, co-op, uh, all the main storylines together, and uh, I only need one more of those. But it, it might be the very last one. I'll bet you that's the last one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I may still have to, but we'll see. I only need one more mission, main story mission, and I'll have all the achievements in this game. So, But, oh, the game is so much fun. I really enjoy it. Um, it's excellent. Um, also went back to play, had a really rotten day on Saturday. I mean, one of those you wake up in a bad mood, and you should have just gone back to sleep till Monday. Uh, it was oh, one that of those, sounds good. Yeah, it was one of those type of days, man. It was bad. So um, I finally, it was like 3 in the afternoon. I'm like, I've had it. I just came up into my, my, my little man cave here and got on the Xbox. And I was even debating whether to do that because I'm like, this could make things worse. you know? <laughs> yeah, true. Um, but I ended up <laughs> Or playing, broken controllers or... I ended up playing some Stranglehold with uh, Democulus. We were talking, trying to find something to play. We started playing Gears of War 2 because he wanted some, uh, uh, wanted me to help him with the Wingman achievement. I think it's called Wingman. You got to play Wingman and win three rounds or something like that on Gears of War 2. Um, we got in the first one and it was all against bots. So we're like, oh, we got this made, dude. Dude, the bots freaking cheat unbelievably. Wow. Dude, it was, I was, I couldn't believe it, man. I'm like unloading two clips into a bot and he just stands there and they'll stand out in the open and he doesn't go down. But I, uh, I take one shot or I get shot like four shots and I'm down, but I can put two clips into the AI and it doesn't die. 
And we were watching this AI just freaking unload and just, it was stupid, man. So we quit. I was like, dude, I can't, I quit out. I'm like, I can't play this. And I already warned uh, Demo. I'm like, you know, I'm not in a good mood. I, there was, he wanted to play Rage, and I said, I can't deal with that today. The game stinks too bad. I can't deal with that. So we ended up going to Stranglehold, and it's like neither of us ever bought the DLC because they wanted $15 for it. Right. But, uh, and I was always, I loved Stranglehold. I have every achievement in that game except for the playing it on hard and hard boiled, which is really, that's like impossible. Those are the only two I don't have. I loved that game. And I was always waiting for the DLC to drop in price. But I'm looking at all the achievements, him and I are looking at them, and it's like, well, this will be like super easy to get these. And I'm like, you know what, dude? The price is obviously never going to drop. This will be easy. It's just something we can play. It's a game I like. Let's just do it. So I paid $15 just for the DLC, and we just ran through all the achievements on that real quick, But mm-hmm. um, which was a waste of money. But, you know, he made a point of Midway is no longer around. Maybe some dumps. So we were actually surprised it was still there since that company doesn't even exist. Um so we're like, they might pull it someday. Let's just grab it. Obviously, it's never going to go on sale. It probably will this week now that we finally both caved. It'll probably go on sale now tomorrow for like five bucks. But oh, well, so be it. So that was kind of fun. That that actually lightened my mood. Demo and I had a lot of, had some fun with that and screwing around in that game. Um, so, you know, can we use you as a case study saying that the Xbox cures all? No. You know, it. Because it'll help with the mood, it'll... No, it, no because it um, wasn't on Gears of War 2, it wasn't. It'll, it'll help flick out. And I had to quit, man. <laughs> if you like, play Xbox, you won't get a goiter, you know. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never um, know. I don't have a goiter yet, so... Well, that's proof right there. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, or, also... or you have enough iodine in your diet, one of the two. We also uh, booted up um, Defense or Defiance. Um, Demo and I jumped in there, had to patch that. That took a little while because we hadn't played it for a long time. Got the patches, got in, and I'm just like, you know, him and I are both of the same thought. It's like, what's the point of playing this game anymore? There's really no purpose to play it except to just do all these side missions, and every side mission is go up, press X to accept the side mission, then drive over here and press X, and then drive back and press X, and you're done. You know, and in between you'll shoot. Hellbugs and stuff. It's just like, it's so boring. We even did an arc fall, and I'm like, it's it's more glitchy, and there's there's stuff like we were in an arc fall, and we watched it blow up, and then it still said it was still there. It showed that it was still there with full health, and the voices were still going, and people were driving off, but then it's like people were starting to come back, and we're all just kind of looking at it like. Well, it's gone from the screen. We saw it blow up, but the health bar and everything's still at the top. The audio's still telling you to fight, and they're bring more reinforcements are still showing up, even though we destroyed it. I'm right. just like, wow, so so much for fixing stuff. So they they added more bugs to the game um, and glitches and issues. I guess is probably as many as they fixed. So we we didn't play that long. It just just doesn't see the point. So. It was fun to begin with, but man, it it was a short-lived game. Wow. Um, I just I can't see playing it. I will not buy the season pass, so I just cannot see myself playing that anymore. Um, huh. I, I also tried Doritos Crash Course Two. The game was free. I downloaded that. Yep. Um, did one run and got like three achievements. It only took like two minutes. 
I was like, why are all these achievements popping? So, I don't know. I, and I just quit after that because demo got on. I don't know if this is going to be an easy achievement game or not. It looks like there's, they're going to milk you for money, just like all the free Windows 8 games that really aren't free if you really want to play it. Um, it looks like Crash Course 2 has done that. So, you know, if you look at Crash Course 2, man, it, it really worries me for the future of Xbox and the future of microtransaction-style games because I'm seeing it on Windows 8. Um, these free games just... It's like they give you a taste of it, but then really, it's like it's all timed. You know, you can play, you know, if you want to play some more, then you got to buy points, or they make you have to, they just, they rig the game so you basically have to buy points or wait a week to play again. And, yeah, you know, it's so just annoying. like, it's so stupid. So I, I'm really kind of concerned about this whole free to play thing. And, I, man, uh, I hope that doesn't rear its ugly head too much. But we have a story on that a little bit later in the show. Yeah. But um, And then I also tried the Fuse demo, which I was looking forward to because it's from Insomniac, and this is their first game on multi-consoles because this is a an ex-Sony-only um, developer. They're now doing multi-platform games. Um, and I was looking forward to this until I played the demo. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna rent the game. It's in my game fly, but um, my my expectations and excitement for it really got lowered after I played the demo. So, but um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But that's what I played this week. So, how about you, dear Rob? I got nothing, my friend. It's another one of those weeks. That must be a fun game. No, yeah. No video games. No board games. No nothing. It's that's not living, man. No, it's not. And uh, I'm getting grumpy. <laughs> and, you know, one thing that I can definitely say is that for me, gaming of any kind, you know, whether it's the board games or the video games, it's it's like it's relaxing. It's what I do to kind of chill out and just veg for a while. You know, kind of like what some people do with TV or, or reading or knitting or who, who knows what. And, uh, you know, I, I can see that the stress level kind of goes up and I'm attributing it to like no gaming. Do you think you ever find yourself that way? Like if you go for a period without any gaming, you get start getting grumpy or something like that. It depends. If, uh, I think if I'm like at home and not gaming, yeah, I could see my maybe getting grumpy, but like when I take vacation and, well, then you're that, then you're occupied. Yeah, that's that, different. <laughs> yeah, it's different. So, in that instance, no. <laughs> but you've got okay. something else to fill. You're doing other things that fill that gaming time and are just as fun. So, yeah, or funner because it's it's more fun, more funner. As my kids oh, would say, it's more funner, Dad. It's fantastic. <laughs> so. But uh, yeah, although I did get uh, a little bit of. Uh, Actually, I, I take that back that I didn't play absolutely anything. I did play a, a little bit of Bingo Blitz on my phone. There you go. <laughs> now, uh, the reason why I bring this up is, you know, where you mentioned the free-to-play stuff. And uh, I started playing this game because my wife was playing it, and she was telling me that I was sort of okay. and So I, I thought I'd give it a try because I don't like most mobile games. And, y you know... 
<laughs> what you said, I think, really kind of rings true, where these things are rigged. Because when I was playing this thing, when I first started it, you burn through all these levels. And I mean, Bingo Blitz, it's, it's bingo. It's bingo with power-ups and all sorts of stuff. You know, it's not fantastic, but... You know, it, it's better than staring out the train window sometimes. But anyway, you burn through these that, levels. That and depends on which part of Chicago you're going through. Yeah. Parts of it, it's more fun to look out the window. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> not, not in my part. Train yards aren't too fun. At least <laughs> where my line goes through. But, uh, you know, you burn through all these levels, and then all of a sudden it's like you hit this point where there's a dramatic change in how the game plays. And it's not that you're doing anything different, but all of a sudden it's like the power-ups, which were plentiful, and, you know, the, the bingos, which you seem to be getting a lot of, all of a sudden they, like, diminish. And, you know, it's like you run out of power-ups, and it's like, hey, get more power-ups. You know, spend X amount of money. Actually, no, power-ups, I think you spend in-game money, but to get these bingo coins, that's where you got to pay money for, like real money. Yeah. And it's it's freaking crazy because you look at, there was like, you know, for 10 bucks, 50 there's even a $100 pack. I mean, I know somebody out there has been buying it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> if it's in there, somebody bought it. <laughs> and I mean, it's just, they, you know, it, it sort of like really upsets me, you know, because I feel that the experience is really there to kind of hook you and then take your money. Yep. You know what I mean? It, it's, it's almost like gambling because, I mean, I'm not a big gambler and I don't. I get kind of upset when I lose money. <laughs> you know, like you could it, be buying a video game or something with that. Absolutely, money. I'm like you know. This, I mean, I can't even remember the last time I went to a casino, but it's like you go to a casino. I, at least I go to a casino. I lose twenty bucks. I'm mad. You know, whereas you know, if I bought food or movie tickets or or something, you get something out of it. But it's like. You know, at a casino, I'm like, I feel mad because I feel like I lost it, you know, and I didn't get anything fun out of it. Well, you and, did get something out of it. You got to experience what it's like to get robbed. <laughs> True. <laughs> it's legalized robbery. It's what go. it is. It's, it, and it, if anybody says those games are not rigged, you're a moron. Those games are rigged. They are They are rigged and set. Oh, all, all the Yeah, all the card right. games are rigged. The... The um, they're all machines, the they're, the they're all, yeah, to pay the house. It's it's all in the house favor. So, yes, they are set to randomly kick out something, but the house will win 90, 99% of the time. So. Yeah, there was a, a billboard uh, right by O'Hare Airport, I remember, uh, not too long ago, where it was of a local casino, and it said our slots, you know, pay out the most 98% payouts. And I'm like looking at it. I'm like, okay, they're basically telling you there, we're going to take your money. But people look at it and they go, oh, 98%. That's great. Yeah. You know, and, but anyway, going back to Bingo Blitz, I mean, it just, <laughs> it, 
I really feel that, in particular, that game is obviously rigged. I mean, the experience changes to hook you in by giving you all this stuff easily, and then all of a sudden the game dramatically shifts. And then it's like, well, if you want to continue, if you want more bingo coins, give us the money. It's like a crack dealer, man. They'll give you that oh, first yeah. hit free. Oh, oh don't yeah. worry about it. And then you're hooked on it, and they're like, oh, that'll be $1,000. Absolutely. You know? Well, I don't have it. Well, you can work it off, baby. Yeah. You know, they're they're going to, it's, yeah, it's, and and I can't help but feel like video games are going down that path. You know, At least I, casual ones are, for well, sure. Even the retail games, you know, and let me go back to this Crash Course. Yeah, yeah. This is mm-hmm. Doritos Crash Course 2. There was a Doritos Crash Course 1, and there was no microtransactions in it because it was paid. It was it was advertisement. It was a Doritos thing. It's like you're playing an advertisement. Now you're playing an advertisement with advertising everywhere, and you got to pay money to play it too if you want to get all the other stuff. And it's like, huh? You know, <laughs> so it's like paying for live. I'm paying for Xbox Live Gold, and I'm also watching advertisements at the same yep. time. So it's like, you know, typically it's ads give you free stuff, but now you're paying for stuff, and you're still forced to watch ads. And now it's like, well, let's put microtransactions into these free advertisement games, you know, to make even more money out of you. And we're seeing this in retail games where they, they're starting to milk you for stuff. Um, we had something in our community um, on our Facebook page. Um, in fact, let me pull it up here. Um, let me find it. It was so Metro Last Light isn't out yet, and there's already achievements listed for Ranger Mode, a paid DLC. You know, so they're already. You know, he's like, why isn't this incorporated into the game? It's a difficulty mode. Why is it not part of the game on the disc? Most likely, it's on the disc. You're just paying for a code to unlock it. Yep. You know, this guy actually. Uh, this was uh, our buddy Kyle uh, Wilkes. He um he canceled his pre-order. He says I'm not gonna do it. And yeah. he actually and, and someone uh, Dawn, she in our group she told Kyle she's like hey why don't you email or why don't you send him an email tell him that you dropped it tell him why you dropped it and he did. He wrote back said good idea I did that. Yeah. You know so he wrote the company and says you know I dropped my pre-order because you're you're advertising a, a difficulty level and you're expecting me to pay for that. So. But I mean, this is—we're well, seeing uh, all kinds of stuff like that. How, how much was that add-on? Like ten bucks? I don't know. Most likely well, ten, fifteen. Okay, bucks. that's how they make a fifty-nine ninety-nine game be sixty-nine ninety-nine. So they're already doing it in creative ways. I don't mind DLC if it's like the way like Borderlands has done it or Call of Duty has done it because you know people can complain about how much DLC or even Battlefield. Okay, I'm going to throw a bone to our Battlefield guys. The base Battlefield 3 game, you get a lot for the 60 bucks. There's a lot there. Okay, so you can get a lot of enjoyment, but when you... And then it's like you know there's going to be addition. I want the additions. I want the add-ons in my Battlefields, my Call of Duties. I want those map packs, even though people go, oh, it's just a map. It still gives you reason to go back and play on, you know, new things and stuff like that. It adds the... It extends the life of your game. But when they come out, and I was upset at Mass Effect 3, they did it. Oh, here's day one DLC, and it gives you, if you pay the $10 on day one, when you just drop 60 bucks for the game, you'll get this other mission 
this other character. Oh, and it explains something that if you don't pay the extra 10 bucks, you don't really understand how, you know, you're not going to understand something in the game. Lame, lame, lame. It is. And I just, it's like more and more, I feel these games are going this way. And it's frustrating. You know, and really the only way for us to get it changed is to, I mean, and it takes everybody to do what Wilkes did. Say, I'm not giving you my money. I'll pick up your game when it's in the bargain bin for 20 bucks, you yeah. know, or I'll buy it used so the developer doesn't get any money. But I'm not giving you my $60 up front and then paying you for DLC that should have been in- included. That's that's really the only thing that's going to, you know. Or Gamefly it. <laughs> Gamefly it. If Gamefly, yeah, it depends on yeah. if Gamefly will still be around with this yeah. next gen console. We, we still yeah. don't even know how that's all going to pan out. So. You know, it, it is. It's, you look at just they own you, man. Everything yeah. goes digital where our freedoms are gone. That's you know, the digital world is nice because you can you can download your music or listen to it on the go. I mean, it's kind of it gives you the stuff everywhere you are. At the same time, it takes away freedoms that oh, I can't gift this to somebody. I can't let someone borrow this. I can no longer resell it. You know. Um, you are at the beck and call of the developer now. They own you, and that's it is that way, whether you, people want to admit it or not. Right. So, but anyways, anywho, we should probably. That's a long time of what we've been playing. That's right. <laughs> we haven't even got to do our topics. <laughs> Speaking of, so have you played anything else yet that this. we can ramble on for twenty minutes? No, no. Uh, all right, so let's jump in. The first story. Um, Rob, this I'm curious what you think of this. This will speak uh, to your old school gaming days. But That's right. Bethesda has officially announced Wolfen- Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein. The, the New Order. Uh, this game is pitched as a reimagining of the long-running franchise. It is still an action-adventure shooter and will be coming to Xbox 360. PlayStation 3, PC, and next generation consoles sometime in this for, uh, the fourth quarter uh, in Q4 2013. Hmm. So around the holidays. Yeah. Uh, the game is being developed by Machine Games, the studio founded by individuals who had previously worked and helped found Starbreeze Studios, baby. Yeah. Uh, the guys who made Syndicate. Woohoo! I love Syndicate. Um, we are excited to bring a new chapter of Wolfenstein to the gamers everywhere. Uh, this is what Jens Mathias said. He's the creative director at Machine Games. As fans of the series, working on this game is an honor, and our team is driven to create an unforgettable action-adventure experience that will take that will make first-person shooter fans proud. So what do you think of uh, a reimagining of Wolfenstein? Well, them's big words. <laughs> Those big words about uh, unforgettable action adventure experience will oh, make us proud. We'll we'll have to see because I mean, okay, Wolfenstein, like the original, like way, 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 way back. I mean, that was cool at the time, and then even that first. Uh, uh, actually, there was a 3D one, Wolfenstein 3D. Yeah, baby. That that was that was pretty sweet, also. So there was a Wolfenstein book prior to that, which is what I was talking about. Uh, there's that one, and then there was the first one that came out on the PC, 
Um, I forgot what its full name was. It was Wolfenstein something. And that was okay-ish. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, moving forward, for my taste, they kind of took a turn, you know, downturn a little bit. They got kind of wacky. And then there was a zombie one, wasn't there, or something? I only played Wolfenstein 3D, and then I played, um, was it the Return to Castle Wolfenstein on the, was that the original Xbox or the 360? I think I played it on the I think that's the one Return. Return to Castle Wolfenstein, yeah. And, and, And then I played the latest one, which came out, like, I think in 2009, just called Wolfenstein. Okay, here, that was, here, here that was garbage, man. <laughs> okay, here's the gameology, gameography, whatever you want to call it. So Castle Wolfenstein came out in 81, and then Beyond Castle Wolfenstein came out in 84. So those were like the old school. They were like old sprite-based top-down or you know side-looking game. And then Wolfenstein 3D came out in 92. Uh, Return to Castle Wolfenstein, that's the one in 2001. Okay. Then there was uh, Wolfenstein Enemy Territory, and then a cons. So those were all Windows, primarily. Um, Return to Castle Wolfenstein was on the original Xbox. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. Remember playing Uh, that with a Duke controller? Yeah. And then. Wolfenstein came out in 09 for the 360, and Wolfenstein New Order this year for the 360 and PS3. There you go. Yeah, so Castle Wolfenstein and 3D, and Return to Castle Wolfenstein. Those were those were decent, and then it got weird. <laughs> I thought. I think it's like the Doom games. They were fun when they first came out. And then it's just, yeah, all it exactly. really was was like no story, nothing. It was just, it just walk forward in a linear path. You shoot <laughs> things. And all they did was advance the visuals. Yep. You know, and, and I think the thing is, is like, that's all you had to do in the past. Like, I mean, if you look at PC gaming, really, it, it always matured based on the video card. You know, it's like every new version of a game, you know, it's like, you know, everything was based on upgrading your video card and, oh, everything looked better, looked more realistic, looked cooler. And and it's like that's all they – I think those guys are still stuck in those days, and that's not where gaming is today. Gaming has really changed. It's not just all linear paths. And, I, you know, these Doom games and Wolfenstein games have just been so boring. So yeah, no. it'll be neat to see what they do with this and hopefully do do a reimagining and – and improve it, but, you know, it's it's one of those, well, we'll see it when we believe it type of deals. Yeah. So, but I guess we'll see it at the end of this year. Yeah, that's right. Now, reading between the lines on that announcement, um, they basically said uh, it's an action-adventure shooter, blah, 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 coming to 360 PS3 PC and next-gen sometime in Q4 2013. So does that solidify that next gen will be out this year? Oh, and we know. And the, yes, we know the PlayStation. Don't we have a release date for the PS4? I'm I not thought sure. it was. I thought we had that already in November, but I think we both. You know, we'll have it in a week. We're only a week away from the yeah. Xbox reveal, and I'm. You know, whether we whether we see it or not, 
we don't, we still don't know what the PlayStation looks like. But um, we know it's going to be out this year. So if it's out this year, does that mean that they're in production already? I mean, how long does it take to make, like, a couple million consoles? Well, they're probably only going to get a million out the door to begin with. But I'd say they're probably churning them up right now. You know, mm. they're really close to start producing them. So, yeah, production samples are probably already done. And, you know, the the manufacturing lines are all probably tooled up and ready to go. I mean, if they've got them and they're going to show it to us next week, now, that's the final product that they're revealing it to us, and maybe that you know maybe the PS4 maybe that's why it wasn't shown because maybe they don't have that nailed down yet. Yeah, maybe. Um, or they just wanted to save something for E3, but I thought that was stupid to have two hours and not show the console. Um, so I hope Microsoft shows us what the next Xbox is going to look like. I- I'm going to be real upset with them if they do the same thing and not show us what the console is like ooh you gotta wait till E3 like come on <laughs> you're having a big event and you're big not even tease. gonna show it it's like that's like that's like freaking saying ooh come check out the new Camaro and then leave a sheet over the car and go here's the keys here's what the keys look like <laughs> you know come back in two weeks we'll take the sheet off it's like what uh, here, here's what the sticker looks like <laughs> what the Maroni, Maroni sticker is that what they're called Maroni sticker isn't that what that sticker's called, that it lists all the options and the price? I have no idea. I think that's the name. Okay, I'll go with you. I'll believe you. You, you, you learned something here, my friend. Okie dokie. And you can look it up while I'm telling <laughs> like the next story. <laughs> like I care. Yeah. Brony it is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. Uh, so there's a, a release date for the Borderlands 2 Psycho Class DLC. Woo. Actually, this is DLC. Yeah, it is. So it's going to be uh, 800 Microsoft points, so $10 US approximately. It's going to be separate from the Borderlands 2 Seasons Pass. Uh, it's going to be... Um, actually, what is it called here? Krieg? Krieg, yeah. Yeah. So uh, there's, you're going to have a playable Psycho called Krieg. It's going to be out on May 14th, which is uh, Tuesday of this week, so within one to two days of hopefully when you listen to the show. And, uh, yeah, more uh, more Borderlands 2 goodness. So it's a little info on Krieg. Krieg thrives on taking damage and is primarily built as a melee character using skill trees, including Bloodlust, Mania, and Hellborn. So uh, uh, that's uh, that's it. <laughs> and uh, there's some videos online where you can watch a couple minutes of uh, the gameplay from PAX. It's it's Borderlands. Just get it. Yeah. So. Exactly. I'm actually holding out. I haven't even done any of the leveling up yet. I'm holding out for the the Tiny Tina DLC coming out for when I'll jump back into that game. Yeah. So. So you can get all at once. Yeah, it'll give me something to do while I'm going through the game. I'll get to level yeah. up at the same time. So. Yep. All right, Rob. I do not know how our community is going to take this next news story. I'm almost scared to even talk about it. Don't I do don't, it! Don't do it! Okay, do it! Do I it! Feel. Do it! <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah. I have a lot of concern. Uh, yeah. And I see nothing but potential. I mean, I can't see any upside to this story at all. But um, 
Everybody's yeah. favorite publisher, EA. Sarcasm, a plenty. Yeah, has announced a deal with Disney to publish future Star Wars games. Yeah. The two companies have established a new multi-year exclusive <laughs> licensing agreement to develop and publish globally new games based on Star Wars characters and storylines. So that means any new any any Star Wars game coming out from here on out for the next several years will be EA Games. Yay. Um, according to EA Labels, President Frank Gibel, three studios are already working on Star Wars game. Battlefield uh, developer DICE. Um, what are we going to get, Battlefront? I think there's, you know, we know there's a Battlefront 3 was already being worked by, I think, uh, I can't think of the studio, but um, there, there was, that was already in development, and we've had some footage leaked of that recently, so... I don't know, we're going to get a Battlefield-style Star Wars game? I would expect that we will. Um, Dead Space developer, developer Visceral, is working on a title, and Mass Effect developer Bioware is working on a title. So I'm, I'm thinking that the Mass Effect Bioware, didn't they do uh, Knights of the Old Republic? Mm, not sure. I think they did. I, yeah. I'm pretty sure that was them. I, I think um, you're right. I'll have to look that one up here real quick, but yes, it was Bioware. So they've they've done this. They'll they'll churn out some good stuff. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know what to think of this, man. I really uh, the the press release here says this agreement demonstrates our commitment to creating quality game experiences that drive the popularity of the Star Wars franchises for years to come. Um, I don't think Disney plays games. <laughs> I don't think these guys get it. Um, yeah. Because I think if you went to the gaming community, I think EA would be the last publisher that you would want taking over the Star Wars franchise. So, I don't know. What do you think? Good or bad or indifferent? Or are you just going to wait to see what happens? You know, I, I heard about this news a couple of days ago and I mean... I just shook my head. I mean, it's just, you know, what's actually here. Let me ask you a question. All right. Let me me put it this way. So Mark, what's worse, all the games going away or EA taking charge of them? (laughs) Gosh, that's a tough question. That's a tough question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, if I had to answer, I'd say what would be worse with the games going away. Because um, at least you'd still have games, whether they're playable or not. Yeah. is one thing. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> I guess all we can do is hope and pray for the best. And Absolutely. And, I, I mean, it was just funny. I mean, I heard that news, and I was just like, you know, great. Shaking my head like... To be honest, I'm glad they just didn't go away, you know, because, you know, something, especially like that uh, 1313 game. Yeah. You know, I'd really like to see that come out, but. Well, now it'll be, uh, now it'll be required online game. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If you want to play the single player portion, you have to be logged into Origin to play. (laughs) So. You know, I, I, 
I assume that EA was like the only company that really had the funds. You know, they ponied up the money and, you know, Disney went, okay, sure. Probably. Have at it. And for EA, I, you know, getting a partially developed game can be a good thing, especially like if they get some of the people that were working on it. That's, I'm yeah, not worried about the, the developer, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's, I mean, EA publishes, but it's always everything that EA forces onto the developers that tends to be the problem. Absolutely. So, But, you know, time will tell, and I guess all we can do is really hope for the best. Yeah. Right? Well, they'll pay the price. I mean, you, you make the uh, Star Wars community mad, and you're going to be the only one feeling the pain of that for several years to come as nobody buys your games anymore. Mm -hmm. So they'll pay the ultimate price, I think, if they mess up. Yep. All right. Okay. A a little bit more uh, EA news I just want to throw in real quick since uh, we're on the topic of them. So there was a a quarterly financial call that uh, EA had uh, that basically ousted the information that they laid off about 900 employees since March. That's crazy. I mean, that's, I mean, I don't know how many employees they have. Uh, actually, I, I do. About they 900 have, less. They <laughs> yeah, they had. do. EA employs around 9,000 employees. That's crazy. That's a lot of people. Wow. I'm a, I'm really surprised by that number. So, they dumped about 10% of their workforce in the past since March. So April, maybe like two months or so. Yeah, we talked about this last week about the difference between what happened EA with their layoffs and then on the other flip side, remember Bobby Kotick from Activision yeah. made $60 million last year? Jillian, like that. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's a big so, difference between those two. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And Disney decides to go with the company that's laying off and flailing around. Yep. Lost. Let's give them our biggest franchise and not, not even consider someone like Ubisoft or Activision who's being successful, you know. I, I just it, – it, that's it's like, huh? So that, yep. that just tells me – obviously it's all money-related and these people just are clueless what's really going on. Oh, yeah. So, you know, they cited uh, all this due to organizational restructuring to reduce costs, and they paid out $16 million in severance payments over this. $16 million. Wow. So the question that this immediately brought into my head was, okay, so EA in the past two months dumps all these people. Is that so they could pay off Disney to buy that property? I wonder. Could be. Something to think about. Anyway, that, that's enough about EA. Let's move on to something a little more positive or interesting. So over the past couple of weeks, we talked about uh, Monaco. Uh, the 360 uh, release for that kind of got delayed, and it's called, I guess the full name is Monaco. What's yours is mine. So the 360 release had some issues initially, and it was delayed a couple of weeks the game finally was released, uh, I believe, on Friday, May 10th. So it's out there. You can buy it now because uh, I've uh, purchased it uh, not too long ago myself, 1,200 Microsoft points. Uh, definitely check it out. It's also out on the PC where it came out a couple weeks ago. 
and uh, it got a 9.0 from IGN. So that's a pretty pretty darn good score, and uh, it, it's a pretty sweet game. Again, I had some issues on the PC version with the controls, so I'm hoping to give the uh, Xbox version a try. Hopefully it'll play a lot better with the controller. Yeah, I've been wanting to grab this and try out the demo of it. I keep forgetting, so I need to try it. But I guess we can. What arcade game that everybody's gonna want to play, no matter what, guaranteed. Coming, uh, will launch this July is Plants vs Zombies Two. Boo. What? Boo. Plants vs Zombie Two. It's about time is coming in July. <laughs> That's all I can say. That's all we have. That's all you need to know. So, I need to break out the first one and finish it. <laughs> How many microtransactions are they going to load into? Oh, there'll probably be a bunch in this one. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was. Yeah, never mind. I, I was I was going to start talking about that game. I'm like, never mind. Forget it. <laughs> okay, moving on. Moving on. Uh, the Watchdogs uh, co-developer. Uh, was it Reflections? Yeah, re- Reflections, right? I don't know. Yeah. Yes, Reflections, that is correct. I am correct. And uh, they are the co-developer of uh, of uh, Watch Dogs. They will reveal a new game at E3, which uh, is what? Less than a month away? Is that right? Or it's right about, about a month, away. yeah. yeah about It'll a be month. like a month from today, so... June 10th is uh, the Microsoft conference. Yes. Uh, They're working on something that uh, they currently can't tell us about. However, it's going to be announced, and it is uh, a new IP. Uh, You know, if it's anything that's similar to Watch Dogs, I mean, Watch Dogs looks pretty sweet. Hopefully it'll follow along the same vein, and uh, we'll have to wait and see what happens. So look for it at uh, E3. That's kind of surprising, considering these guys are working on the next big title everybody's talking about, yet they got something else going at the same time. Because Watch Dogs is probably pretty close to done, then. Yeah, it's supposed to be out in November, yeah. when when the next Xbox, when Xbox 709 comes out. So so we'll see. We, we should know uh, here maybe in a week, uh, but definitely by E3 we'll know our dates. So Yeah. All right, so, Rob, we're going to jump back in. We're going to step back and kind of talk about something we talked about a little bit earlier, but since we went on it so much, maybe not so much time now. But Sony and Microsoft are telling developers they're going heavy on free-to-play and in-app purchasing models with their next-gen consoles. This is according to Epic Games VP Mark Rain. Yeah. So, see, this is, you know, this is what I was talking about. Um the next-gen consoles, and here's a quote, the next-gen consoles are going to be fully embracing the free-to-play and these in-app purchase-type business models. So in case you don't know that I'm putting that out there, Sony and Microsoft are both going heavy into that area. Um, that's that's what, and of course, round ta- at the roundtable chair, uh, Matt Martin of Games Industry International said that that's what both platform holders are saying, but that we still need to see some kind of evidence of it. 
and uh, Mark Rain said, well, I'm telling you, I'm telling you uh, what they're telling developers. So, yeah, I, you're going to see this, and, and this is what's frustrating. And see, This is what's going to bother me is I can see it now that you're going to be playing Watch Dogs, and you're going to walk up, and they're going to be like, you know, we've already seen it in current gen. Hey, here's this mission. Do you want to purchase it now? It's like, what? You know, you're in the middle of playing a game, and you're going to get forced, like, down this path to walk up and go, do you want to pay for this mission? You know, yeah. and you're going to get this type of stuff. And they're going to, when they're going to do this stuff, it's going to be in your face all the time because they want you to pay. They want more money. It's it's never going to be anything as subtle as, like, like Saboteur, where you walked into this club, and if you walked over to one particular door, then you could go in and, and pay the $10 for the DLC. Um, but that was it. It was, like, the only place in the game you would see that. You know, and that's, you know, that's not what we're going to get. I think you're going to get them more in your face and you're going to buy a retail game and find out, oh, there's all these missions, extra missions, but you got to pay for every one of them. And, oh, my gosh, we're going to end up like a la carte gaming here. And I just, I don't think that's the way. I don't think it's a good thing for the industry. I really don't. I don't, I see me not buying as many games and, and relying more on rentals. And, and I'm not going to pay for DLC for a game I don't own, and I'm not going to buy games that are going to expect me right. to buy in-app purchases for everything. See, you know? what would you, what would you think? Like, let's say, um, I don't know. I'll, let's say Halo Five comes out. Okay, Halo Five comes out, and you actually don't pay for it. Okay, so it's a digital download, and you get to play, let's say, ten minutes of it for free. So it's like a trial, almost. Then you get to a point where it goes, you know, to continue playing, you know, 1,200 Microsoft points. Then that buys you, you know, a certain amount of time to play. And then you get to another gate, and then it's, you know, the same thing. And then, you know, you get up, let's say, four times, uh, or how many ever times? Let's say four, four times throughout the game. You know, that way, you're not paying up front, but you're paying as you play do I don't you think like something that. like that's okay no no i'm gonna just buy the game it's like i want to buy the game i want to be immersed into my game not be pulled out every few minutes because oh do you want to pay real world money you know let's stop hold on let's stop your game uh let's divvy out open the wallet so you can keep playing it's like can you imagine going to the movie theaters and right in the middle you know the new star trek movie coming out Right in the middle of it, they just stop and say, <laughs> okay, to continue watching this movie, please pay another $6 per ticket. Insert it into the, into the bill put, they'll put, feed they'll in they'll the put chair a in front credit of card reader in everybody's seat. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, and if you want to watch the rest of the movie or, you know, if you want to you pay more and you get whatever, you get to see an extra bonus ending or some crap like that. I mean... It, that sounds stupid. I mean, what I'm saying is just like, well, that's dumb. That just makes no sense. No kidding. That's what, but that makes no sense to do it in my game. When I go watch a movie, I'm immersed for my two hours, man. Everything's dark. The only thing you see is that screen. That's your world. You're into that world. You're you're buying into it. You, you know, you're suspending belief, and you know, it, 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 you're part of it. That's the way video games are. It's an entertainment form. It's it, it's you know, don't ruin the experience by going bing would you like to pay for the next mission you know do you, you know it's like i don't like watching those tv shows where they they do all the twitter stuff 
like the Twitter feeds and stuff, oh, like the they'll bottom? replay. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, because it, it's like, I don't want to, I want to watch the show, not read what people are posting on Twitter. It's distracting. It, it is, and it's like it takes away from the show. It takes yeah, away yeah. from, you know, then I'm like, oh, what did they just say? Because I'm sorry, I, I this big box popped up and I read it. I'm like, oh, why am I reading this? Oh, what the heck just happened on screen? I missed what they said. You know, it's like going to the theater and watching, let's say, Iron Man 3. And you get the director's commentary the entire time. You're like, I can't hear. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and it's like, I hate that, that they do that on TV now. And I'm like, dude, I, I'm, it's the same type of thing. I don't want to see that crap on my TV. You know, some things are great. You know, people are like, well, you just don't like change. Or you can't handle technology. No, I can handle it, but I don't want it to change my experience. I don't want it to ruin the immersion. And that's what all these in-app purchases can tend to do. You know, depends on how they do it. But if they're going to keep part of the game out or like what you said with the bingo, they start rigging the game and it's all, you know, geared to get you. They are not going to put them in and not push you towards buying them. Right. These guys want as much money as they can pull out of you. Absolutely. You know, which. You know, one other thing going back to the bingo game. Great. You just open up a can of worms, Mark. So going back to the bingo game, the, another thing I was kind of wondering about this thing is that technically, you know, you playing against other people can be a farce. I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean you're playing. You have no idea if you're playing against other people. Right. Yeah. So it could actually, I mean, if, if they wanted to be real jerky about it, I mean, they could actually make it in such a way that you win certain games and you don't win others just by when they end the game. It's it could be like programmed to have you like only win let's say 40% of the games. Right. So, you know, I I'd like to think that, you know, companies don't do that kind of stuff. No, no, they would never but... do that. No. <laughs> yeah, who's to know. <laughs> but you know, there there could be all sorts of funky stuff with free to play. But now, okay, you know, going back to my, actually, what we were talking about a couple of minutes ago. If you're playing through a game and you're constantly getting these things, it sounds like, hey, you know, um, in this area, if you if you want to buy the uh, super rocket launcher, you know which will make this next section easier, you know, click this button to buy. Or otherwise continue, you know, and, and you're kind of screwed. If they have things like that, it's definitely detracting from the game. And, and for me rigged. personally, it, it's rigged, and it would really, like, upset me. I mean, I would be pissed off and probably put the game down after a while just because I would be so aggravated by this stuff. Now... What do you think about if they have this as an option where you can turn that on or you can turn it off? Do you it, think that's okay? It just depends on because it still depends on the game. If they're my concern is that they're going to write these games and gear them and make them make them harder than they're supposed to be to get you to buy the extra weapons so that you can get past that level. And guess what? That that weapon will get you past that one, but it won't get you past the next one. You'll have to buy something else, you know, or you're just going to be struggling, you know, and, and they'll be like, well, it could be done, but, it, you know, 
it'll be one of those things that's like, yeah, but without, if you don't have this extra one, then you're probably not going to be able to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, they yeah. can say what all they want, but it's they're the ones controlling the game. You know, and as much as we think we have freedom in these things, we only we don't have freedom in these games. You're only free to do what the developers allow you to do in the game. You know, yeah. open world is only as open world as they let you. Yeah. You know, you can't like I think it's Saints Row Two. You can't jump on an airplane, and or maybe it's one of the you know. GTA games, there's no, you can't go and grab an airplane, you may see the airplane at the airport, it doesn't mean you can jump in it and fly it, because it's not programmed in, you know, so all these games are all restricted, limited, and they're all pushing you towards an end goal, you know, so yeah, they, they want to make money, so along the way, they're going to have all these different ways to milk money out of you, and they're not going to make it subtle, because then you may not see it. They want you to see it. They would rather interrupt your gameplay and ruin the experience for the sake of the almighty dollar. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Yeah. So, I, and I might my concern, and I can see it happening because, like I said, with Windows 8 games, and granted they're free, and, and I can I can tolerate some of that in a free game, but I, I choose not to play those because it annoys me. That's fine. I didn't pay for it. When you start putting that stuff into retail games, which we've already seen on some games, that's where I am going to start to have to draw the line. And then when that becomes the norm, I will find myself a new hobby. I mean, really, it's just I'm to that point where I don't want to. I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to just pay them, you know, hundreds of dollars to play one game that currently costs me sixty bucks. Yeah. You know. Do you think this is something that? is really well do you think this is something that is really kind of due to the casual gamers out there let's say all the ones that have been out on Facebook and on mobile where they do pony up that money do you think this is all brought on by them because the hardcore gamers I, I think they really don't do that as much I mean is is the mobile no. and the and the browser market is is that what has turned it you know into what it is what it might be? Based I on don't. I would say care? no. No. I think I blame it all on corporate greed. But I blame a lot of things in this country on corporate greed. <laughs> it is because I mean you look at everything. This you know this we could be in a lot better place. And I am not a liberal. I'm all for making money and stuff. But there's there's a you can only you know. You can make money to a point. You don't have to. You should provide a product, but you don't have to try to provide that product and then say, no, 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 no. You're only borrowing it from us, even though you paid and you took it home. It's really not yours. It's ours. Oh, and we're going to, if you really want to play the whole game that you thought you bought, well, you're going to have to pay us more money. And then, oh, you better not buy it used because we're going to charge you even more money if you bought it used because... You know, how dare you not pay us, and how dare you sell your product that you bought and own? How dare you do that? You know, it, it's, you know, I just, I'm not for that. And, and right, I just, right. And that's what I think the greed is just, it's getting everywhere. And that's just all driven by money. And it, it's great to a point, I can, I can support you to a point. But when I, you know, I'm even having a problem with Xbox Live. It, it really bothers me that I pay them for this service and they're still shoving ads in my face. You know, it's like, 
what? You know, it's just wrong. <laughs> yeah. Ads should be for free stuff. If it's free, then that's the, you know, the advertising is paying for it to be so free. What about cable and satellite? I, you pay well, 100 bucks to direct TV or whatnot. Yes, but I'm also paying for a lot of other channels that are not free. And they're garbage. <laughs> no, I, I don't watch. I don't watch any of the. You know, you can get NBC, ABC, CBS, and Fox free over the air. At least I think you still can. I don't know yeah. if you can even buy a TV that gets that stuff over the air anymore. Yeah, you but can. again, see, there was something free that really has kind of worked its way out. People, a lot of people, they don't even realize. Yes, these young people, they don't realize TV was actually free. People don't, and that's the thing, is because of the way everything's worked, a lot of people don't realize that TV, those networks were free, the television was free, you never had to pay for TV. You bought your TV and then everything was, all the programming was paid by the advertisers, that's why you had commercials. I get it, makes sense, I don't have a problem with that, you know, but now it's like, well now everybody pays for their TV, and we're still watching commercials. And we pay a lot. We pay a lot of money, and, and, and... Look how big everybody's got TV, you know. And then the thing is that advertising stuff is I'm seeing it everywhere in games, dude. It's just everywhere. And the next gen is going to push heavy into free to play and in app purchasing, you know. Well, we're already seeing that on these Windows 8 games, yeah. You know, this Doritos Crash Course 2 that's an advertised, paid advertised game. Oh, guess what? You can purchase in app or in game stuff for it. Oh, it's a bad road, man. It's not a road that makes me happy so that's right but i will speak with my drink the kool-aid <laughs> i am not i'm not one to drink kool-aid well i drink kool-aid <laughs> i love there Kool-Aid, you go. <laughs> but i'm not going to drink microsoft's kool-aid and no matter how much they come out next week and try to tell me that you know the in advertisements or in-game advertisements and app purchases is going to ex- increase my experience uh i would disagree with them on that so we shall see. We shall see, my friend. So, All right. free to free to play. You, you, let me say one last thing on free to play. You get what you pay for, and I say that with everything in life. You get what you pay for. I work. Um, I work for a company that you know sells software and security model stuff, and there's a price to pay for support. And some people, some companies say, well, we want to go the free route. We're going to go with company A because we don't, you know, it's free. I'm going to use this free product. Okay, fine. You're welcome to use it. What happens when you have a problem? And when you're in the enterprise, um, you know, just saying, well, I've got to try to dig through some community sites or some Google searches because there's no such thing as a support model for that company. Guess what? Your, your bosses are not going to be too pleased with you and you might be out of a job pretty quick. And guess what? They're going to pony up the money to go with a company that provides you support. <laughs> you, know? Yeah. you know, free is free and that means everything. So to really get the game, it, it, it's like free game it's not free gaming and that's what gets me it's like they're trying to play it make you think oh play this game it's free it is free to play it for about a minute or two before they throw out that yeah it's more free to try if you really want to play the game you know most free to play games you're not going to get very far 
you know, unless you start ponying up some money. And it's geared that way. It's designed that way. And it, 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 it takes me back to the casino, the house. It's designed for the house to score big. And that's, I guess that's kind of really, I'm going to wrap it up. I'll, I'll finish, I'll shut up finally. But that's, I guess, where all my frustration is because I feel like the gaming industry is becoming like casinos. They're following that casino model, you know, where everything's in the house's favor. And it's, you're selling a product. Just sell me my product and I'll take it if I want it and give me what you said you're giving me, you know, don't, don't, right. if I want more, guess what? I'll come back. I'll buy more. You know, but you don't have to pop it in my face every five minutes. Right. So, oh, that's I don't know. Anyways, here endeth the lesson. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who the lesson's for, but you'll be, you'll be quizzed next show. I don't know what the lesson was, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. Next. <laughs> next. All right. So you know we've been talking about the new Xbox being called Xbox Seven Hundred Nine. Well, the International Business Times is saying that is not the case. They're saying that it... It's a liar. They don't know. They're guessing. <laughs> anyway, they're saying that it most likely might be called Xbox Infinity. Infinity and beyond. So we'll kind of have to wait and see. You know, we'll probably find out in about a week or so. But... Uh, you know, just uh, keep that in mind. It might be called Xbox Infinity. What do you think of that? Yeah, it doesn't jump out of me. It's like, it's like blah. I don't, I don't like it for a couple of reasons. Yeah, why is that? Um, number one is that in. I get the whole point of infinity. Uh, it's like why? Because it's always on. It's well. It's, it's always using you can, electricity. You can use it for everything. You know, yeah, the yeah. infinite electrical yeah. use. Yeah, the 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 infinite amount of Microsoft points it's going to cost you to run this thing and to play any games on it. It's 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 infinite cash flow for Microsoft and their development publishers. I think that's what it really stands for. But I get it because it's going to be. You know, it's like PlayStation Three. It only does everything. You know, that was their kind of tagline in their, their commercials. Well, you know, I, I guess that's, I can see Microsoft going that route by calling the box the, you know, Infinity, um, because it's going to be able to do all your media, your games. It's going to be kind of, this is going to be the true set-top box. Your cable, you're going to be able to watch your cable and your DirecTV, you know, supposedly, through it. You know, you, I guess I could replace my DirecTV box and just use my next Xbox, right? The Xbox 709. But... Great, fine, I get it. I, if that's it, it's it's all things to everything, right? Um, however, if it's infinity and it never is ending, then does that mean this is the last Xbox? Because why would you have to replace this in ten years with another one if it's infinity? Right? I guess. And I just think it's kind of a... Stupid name. I, you know, I, we call it, and here's the thing, the other thing. We call it the 360, right? A lot of people say my 360, my 360. Well, we still know it's the Xbox. It's still the Xbox 360. If you are going to switch it over to a name, I think that the Xbox branding could potentially lose out because you're talking about the Infinity. The Infinity. I'm going to get on Infinity tonight. I'm going to be on my Infinity. I'm going to go play my Infinity. 
you know. Yeah. It just it just doesn't you know, I mean the three sixty when the first came out we're all like, Oh, you know, people just didn't like it, that it was a stupid name and a lot of people thought, well, it's because Microsoft can't come with Xbox two and compete against the PlayStation three, you know, they and they couldn't. You know, it would make the Xbox two which essentially that's what this is, it would make it look inferior to the PlayStation three simply in the name alone. You know? Okay. Well, the three's got to be better than the Xbox Two. You know, PlayStation Three has to be better. It's a higher number, so they had to have the three in there. <laughs> yeah. So they come up with this corny thing of comes around full circle or something. I don't know. Whatever the whole three sixty thing means, but you know, it, it's a stupid thing. You know, the connect. I get it. It's connecting things. The infinity can, you know, whatever. There's infinite ways to communicate, and yeah, I I can see Microsoft calling it that because it's stupid. It just makes no sense, and that's and that's what these guys. I like do. your reasoning. Well, have you seen their commercial for the Surface Pro? Which one? The one with, with all the, like the idiots old people dancing? kissing? No, the ones with the those the young twenty somethings that yeah. you know just got out of college. They're and everybody in that boardroom is running this company. Okay, there's not anyone over twenty two in that room, and they're all dancing around on tables. And I'm like, this is what you do in the corporate world. And then we, and the game, the the ads over, and you're like, what did I just watch? I watched a bunch of people dancing around. Oh, that was a commercial for Microsoft's new tablet. Oh, I thought it was a commercial for dance shoes or something. Or <laughs> dance know. shoes. I, I don't know. I mean, it was all these people dancing around. It made no sense. You know, it's stupid. It's 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 just the way Microsoft does stuff. You know? Yeah, their their marketing is Retarded. wacky sometimes. I mean, you look at like those Jerry Seinfeld uh, Windows commercials. Remember those from way back when? No. No. Well, see, there you go. We know how well it worked because I'm <laughs> sure you see it. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, their their marketing is pretty wacky. I mean, the, their marketing the the only one that actually works at all is probably the ones that are for the video games where they show the game footage. Right. Some of those are pretty cool. Everything else kind of sucks. So it's just, I don't, I don't like the idea of the infinite. I think that's kind of a stupid name. I really like the idea of just calling it Xbox, you know, kind of like, you know, iPad, you know, people say, well, I have the iPad three and I like to say there is no iPad three. Yeah. Because there isn't. There's an iPad 2 and the next one to come out, which is the 3. It's called the new iPad. But, it, you know, so so then that was even stupid. It should, you know, it's just like iPad, you know. Or just go with the, the like the iPhone 4, 5, 6, 7, 12, 800, whatever. Just call it, you know, even if you got to call it Xbox 4, you know, you could come up with some. I mean, here's the thing. They could have called it an Xbox 4 because they really could have said, well, the Xbox was out, then we had the 360, which was really our second one. So this would be three. Then we had right? the Xbox 360 Slim, which really was our third yeah. one. You know, come on. I mean, that's yeah. more believable. Dude, I could buy into that and then say the next one's Xbox 4. So they're online with if they got to compete with Sony and the well, name. Well, the, the Slim is more two and a half. So this would <laughs> still be three. Still, you, can, I, you know, they can buy it. They can spin it however they want, right? Okay, so Xbox 4, fine. I get it. Yeah. Um, but... You could have just gone with Xbox. I think to try to name it something like Infinity or something is just, I don't know, it just doesn't work for me. But yeah, it doesn't I, matter what the name is. At the end of the day, I don't really care. Um, it's not going to affect anything. That's not going to affect my purchasing decision. Um, it doesn't matter. They could call this thing Xbox Presar, and I probably would still buy it. 
Oh, I'd absolutely though, buy even it. Even though I would give it some serious consideration there. <laughs> because I'd really be concerned if that's what they call it. It's like, what are these people doing? Actually, if that would have to be a set-top box because it wouldn't play any games. Whoa! <laughs> Zing! Zing! He zinged himself. Yeah, I just thought it was funny. He turned it on, it's like, no games for you. <laughs> yeah, no games this week. <laughs> Get back to work. <laughs> Oh, like the anti-social please, Xbox. <laughs> please work 45 more hours this week. Like, but it's Friday. <laughs> before before you uh, can play any games, you must order a pizza with the in-game app. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, but I mean, in, Infinite, I, I think, or Infinity is. I mean, it's just so blah to me. I mean, it's just. I mean, if that's what they call it, fine. You know, like you said, I, I really don't care. The name doesn't matter too much, but it's just, it's just so like lame. You know, it's, it's it, like, it doesn't grab you. It just, I mean, they may as well call it like you know, you know, Xbox sirloin burger soup or something. You know, just <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's it's, I mean, it, it's it's not a cool name. It, it's like wee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're going down the Nintendo path of just stupid names that make. You know that somebody in a someone got paid a lot of money to come up with this cool concept of why Infinity is like cool, and why people will just stream to it because the name is so awesome and it means this thing is the best thing ever because it's Infinity and and all the hardcore gamers that people really want are like, what are you freaking morons? You could have said Xbox point. 1.5 1.5 and I would have bought it. You know, it's it's the name is doesn't matter if it's the next Xbox, I'm buying it. Yeah. Type of thing. I mean, people are going to want it, are going to want it because of what it does, not because of what you name it, but it's still a stupid name. <laughs> they missed out. If this is what the name is, and they didn't go with Xbox 709, those it just shows how stupid these people. A lot of people should be fired. Yes. This Xbox 709, dude, would have taken the world by storm. And then there's a slim version called the uh, Xbox Presar. There you go. There you go. Whoa. <laughs> You're calling me fat. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. All right. I I'm think the, we should I'm the back. fat version. You're the slim version. So. But anyways, we'll know next hey, at week. Least, at least that way we both get royalties, right? I guess. Yeah. Then I'll be fat and rich. <laughs> yes. All we'll right. Be a fat cat. Right. Yeah, exactly. Moving on, moving on. <laughs> uh, Watch Dogs. I want to jump back to Watch Dogs real quick. They are going to have multiplayer mode in this game, and I guess it's going to have an element of invasion. So let me read this because it didn't – you know, when I went through this the first time and I read it, I was like, I'm really not sure I quite understood this. So maybe reading through it a second time, maybe having you to bounce off, maybe you'll understand what the heck they're talking about. But the multiplayer component of Watch Dogs will have an element of player invasion. Though its overall extent and direction is yet to be described by Ubisoft, um, senior producer at Ubisoft Montreal says, insisted that the game can be played completely offline if you want. Um, and of course, I love that the, the joystick put, puts in here in quotes. Expect to hear that protection phrase often in the wake of SimCity. <laughs> yeah. Um, in multiplayer, Watch Dogs will use near-future version of Chicago, just as it is in the single-player game. They're not making any compromises in terms of dyna- dynamism or interactivity. Um, connecting with other players will be seamless in the developer's attempt to start breaching the wall in action-adventure between single and multiplayer. 
Okay, as an example of how players will commandeer elements of the city in play, Guy pointed to the E3 2012 demonstration of Watch Dogs. It concluded with another character hacking the protagonist's phone to plant a virus. In February, the game made an appearance at the PlayStation 4 unveiling event, and there the player was watched by someone who had hacked the local security cameras. Is there an apt term for someone who engages in voyeurism vicariously? That's the question there. Um, Guy also discussed the mobile extension of Watch Dogs, a companion app that's been in development for more than a year alongside the primary game. You'll be Now, this part I, I thought was kind of interesting. You'll be able to play some form of Watch Dogs on your smartphone and interact with console players running around their respective cities. Doing so from the real Chicago, wearing your finest trench coat, will likely generate a cosplay singularity. That's the genius writing of Joystick. Um, so, I don't understand how the, the the player invasion, I get that, okay, I can hack a camera, or if someone plants a virus on my phone, well, then that's going to affect my game. And I don't know if, I, I think I definitely would select the offline all the time, because I don't need people coming in and griefing me in my game. Right. You know, to me, that sounds like, here, go grief people. That, to me, is like an open door to grief. Um and otherwise, what is it going to be? People just watching your game? Looking at you through cameras? Are they going to take over and so that you can't... Like, if you go to try to control a camera, are you going to compete against somebody on their smartphone riding a train downtown to, <laughs> you know, to, you know, when they're competing against you to keep you from hacking it? Yeah. You know, I, I don't... It doesn't sound like excitement to me. It doesn't sound like the kind of... Uh, breaking, you know, breaching that wall in the exit adventure, busting down the walls of the single multiplayer game. Um, I, no thanks. <laughs> I don't think I need that. I don't know. Does it sound like it's really anything exciting? Mm. No. All right, there you have it, folks. Big word. <laughs> <laughs> Big words from a little man, from the slim man. Yes. No, he says. No. I do like the idea that from your smartphone you'll be able to somehow you'll somehow be able to interact with console players. That will be something completely new. Um, at least I'm not aware of any way to do it on a smartphone now to interact with other people playing a game. Um, that's kind of cool, I think, and and I kind of like that idea. Then I can go and grief somebody when I'm riding the train. <laughs> yeah. If I'm flying, I'll pay for the. I'll probably have to play pay for the, you know, in-flight uh, wireless, and and then uh, then I'll be sitting there griefing you in the from thirty thousand feet. Yes. <laughs> so you'll have to do that, and you'll have to do some uh, microtransactions to do it. That's it. That. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how much that companion app is going to cost. But yeah. I can't see if it lets you play or somehow interact. I'm sure they're going to somehow charge you money. But anyways, next. All right. Okay. So uh, TimeGate Studios is uh, the studio behind uh, Alien Colonial Marines. So that's a game that came out uh, right around three months ago, back in February. So uh, Aliens Colonial Marines, and and they also did Section Eight. But uh, Alien Colonial Marines came out back in February, and then 
they let 25 employees go in March. On May 2nd, they filed for bankruptcy, and um, they shut down uh, totally. So three months after uh, Alien Colonial Marines came out, the studio is done. Bye-bye. Wow, that's uh, that's pretty quick. And it was just announced, too, that that game sold over a million copies. Yeah, yeah. 1.3 million, I think it was. That's crazy. I mean, it's kind of considered a success at the studio that did that shut down. So, I don't know, maybe Gearbox kept all the money? I don't know. Yeah, there were, looks like there were um, a lot of fees that were owned, owed to a lot of companies, possibly some litigation that was going on. And uh, they accrued uh, over seven million in debt. And uh, South Peak, was it South Peak Entertainment? Uh huh. Or Interactive? Uh, they fought for the closure in arbitration, and they won. Wow. Let me see what that was about. Yeah, South Peak. Uh, Seven million in damages. They lost the Section Eight and intellectual property, and they've been fighting. I'm trying to see here. Ooh, uh, interesting. So, TimeGate sued South Peak for embezzling royalties, <laughs> and South Peak took on TimeGate for fraudulent misrepresentation. In its publishing agreement. Wow. They don't play nice together. Guess not. Yeah. So uh, they're done. And then uh, there's one more company uh, that is uh, absolutely done here. And that is uh, Silicon Knights. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Two Human yep. uh, Publisher. So they their offices are totally shut down and uh, physical assets have been sold off. I was sad. I wanted to see it too human too. Yeah. I liked the game. Yeah. I, I almost put it in the other day. Uh, <laughs> almost like, I know I should just play this, put it in to play it. it. It was fun game. I liked that one. So sad to see that one disappear. Yeah. It's just, it's just crazy. Like the past year, just yeah. company after company just going under. Unlike ever before, you know? Yep. Well, maybe that's what it's going to take, you know, to these guys stop milking us for every dime they got. But I think that, you know, I don't think these people are that smart. They're they're, they're not going to figure it out till it's too late. They're going to be like, oh, we're losing money. We need to milk even more. You know, it's probably going to have the reverse effect. Yeah. So we got to figure out a the, way to get more money so we don't have to close. You know, these companies just go under, and then these people just start another company. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to do and it different this time. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get even more money. <laughs> that was the problem initially. They didn't get they didn't get enough. So All righty. Well, Rob, next next one is Xbox is returning to Gamescom 2013. Um we're not uh Larry everybody's fan friend Larry Major Nelson Herb reiterated on his show recently that uh, after last year's absence, they are going to return this year. So, which is probably no big surprise. You got a brand new console, you better get it out in front of everybody. So, but that's it. That's all there is to that. Just you know, they are going to be at Gamescom, 
And, uh, you know, once they do that, we'll probably have some, I'm sure they'll have something new to release there, and we'll share it with you here. Yep. Okay. On uh, May 15th, what is that, uh, Wednesday? Yeah. Yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, on Wednesday, May 15th, uh, Epic Games is going to have their second uh, Maxim sponsored DLC map for Gears of War Judgment. Uh, it's going to be uh, the second map for the overrun mode in Gears of War Judgment, and it'll be uh, made uh, free to all players on the 15th. The map called Dreadnought will be uh, broken set on a broken-down ship that was previously used to transport captured berserkers overseas while being destroyed by sea-bound locust units. Again, it's sponsored by Maxim, and it's a second uh, made free by the magazine. The first one introduced uh, execution mode and a new map in Haven. All righty. All right. Um, last one, not, uh, last story I have is that the Sci-Fi Channel has renewed Defiance for season two. And I'm talking about the TV show. Yep, yep. So after only airing four episodes, the new series has, uh, already been uh, picked up for a second season. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Have you been watching the show? I have been. And, uh, it's okay. Um, you know, it's... It's okay. I don't really know. I don't really have... It's not something that I'm just like, wow, this is the greatest thing. It's, uh, you know... But that, that probably means it'll stand... It'll be around forever. Because I'm like, eh, I could I could live with it or without it. You know, I watch it kind of like a time filler. Yeah. Um, but, like, shows that I love, like, uh, what was it called? Uh, Last Resort. The one about that submarine. Yeah, that was that, could, that got canceled. <laughs> Yep. I'm like, oh, it's an awesome TV show, and they kill it after one season. So that always happens. So any new TV show I like gets killed. So it's probably, you know, I, probably good I, for the Pines fans that I'm not that I'm not necessarily a fan of it. Because I was it just gonna say. <laughs> uh, I was just gonna say, but then again, if I like it, it gets axed too. So, or a lot of these shows, they seem to make it like for three or four years on Sci-Fi. So. You know what? We got maybe forty episodes uh, that we can watch if it lasts four years. Yeah. So I like I like some of the characters and the actors on the show. So uh, it's pretty good. You know, it's it's enjoyable. So yeah. But yeah, season two. So they're gonna start production uh, in August for 2014 debut, and the show will continue to air on Mondays. So. And they're also saying that uh, episodic content, or uh, there's going to be new missions in the game based on the episodes. Ooh, ooh! I can already tell you what the what the mission is going to consist of. What's that? Press X to accept the mission. <laughs> drive over here and press X, and drive back to complete your mission by pressing X. Press Y. To, to, that's where they mix it up. Press Y to accept the mission. I'll be like, oh, wow, something new. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. No, I agree about the show. I mean, I think I'm like 
partway into the third episode, so I haven't seen the la- the latest one. And I think it's on tomorrow, isn't it? It'll be on, on yep, Mondays or something. Yeah. But uh, you know, it's okay. It's it's decent. Um, you know, I I, I like the storyline. It's not great. It's not hooking me. You know, where I gotta watch it. You know, as soon as the episode comes out. But it's enjoyable, yeah. and it's better than a lot of other stuff that's out on sci-fi right now. That's full show. All right. Yeah. And I believe that's all for the stories, right, my friend? That's it for stories, and um, you know what? I didn't even check to see if there's new games coming out, and there are new games coming out this week. <laughs> How about that? So... There's one that we talked about a little while ago. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Metro uh, Last Light is coming out on May 14th. And this is, uh, I don't know, is this a, is a sequel? It is a sequel to the, the Metro 2033. Yes. So this is a direct sequel to that game. So I played part of 20 Metro 2033. I didn't care for it. I know a lot of people loved it. I really didn't care for the game at all. Um, so I certainly will not be jumping on board for this one anyways. Mm-hmm. So, And this one is set in 2034. The year after. Exactly. And then we've got, it must be some DLC, Blade Wolf uh, from Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Uh, this is a side story for the game with LQ84I as a playable character. So it features multiple hours of gameplay, including unique abilities and characteristics for LQ84I, which also expanding on each of his storylines and origins. So there's some DLC for that coming out this week as well. And I guess that's it. Yeah, that is all. So it's a light week. It is a light week. So if um, you want to join our community, there's a lot of conversations going on on our Facebook group. It's good to see some. There's there's like every day. There's multiple people posting stuff, talking, yeah, having conversations. Awesome. Um, I, you know, hopefully we'll get some more people making you know more comments. But uh, feel free to sound off in there. Um, the more the merrier. Uh, check us out on Facebook. Just look for the sexboxlife.com and ask to join the group, and we will approve you. Um, if you want to email us, contact at the sexboxlife.com. Uh, we're on Twitter, and you can leave us a voicemail by using the app on the website, so or the tool or whatever. Widget. The widget. So that's it. Rate us five stars on iTunes because we're awesome. Awesome. And uh, I guess, Rob, we'll be back. Oh, you know what? Next week. I guess we'll be back next week on Sunday. Yep. However, we're going to release a show again on the 19th. But the 21st, two days later, is the big reveal. I plan to get some people together. So I guess I should say it right now. We yeah, need to plan this. Advance notice. Yeah. Give you some advance notice. So anybody Very wants to point. jump in. Um, all you need is Skype and a headset. Um, or you can, um, yeah, Skype and a headset. If you've got a smartphone, you can use the Skype app on there to join it. Um, you're going to want to just get on Skype and have Wingman709 add as a contact, um, and then I can bring you into the call. Um, I don't know. We've had up to 10 people on a group call before, and uh, it worked with no problems. So we'll see. I don't know if we'll have 10 people. Maybe we'll have one or two. Maybe we'll have 20, 30 people. I don't know. But if you want to jump on, we're gonna. I'm gonna do a special recording on the evening of the 21st. Um, we're gonna shoot for 8 p.m. Pacific time, which is 9 Mountain, 
10 Central, 11 Eastern. I know it's late, but guys, I got to give a chance for everybody that's working to come home on the Pacific time to catch their show. Um, I've got kids, family, so I cannot even start till 8 o'clock. But um, so it'll be 8 p.m. If you want to join me, we're just going to talk. It'll be a community open discussion about what we saw on the press conference on the 21st for the next Xbox reveal, and then we will we'll post that show up uh, that night or, or probably the next morning, um, and we'll get it out, and it'll just be something for everybody to listen to about uh, kind of our thoughts. I know, Rob, you won't be able to make it, correct? Because it'll be I too late. Think I, no, I think I can. Okay, it'll be 10 p.m. your time? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, we'll be on here, and uh, we'll open forum. Just, you guys can, and if we get enough people, we'll just say, okay, well, you know, whoever, gamer number one, you go, you talk about whatever you want. We can just do a round table, you know, we can talk, well, maybe we'll break it out in different topics and everybody, you know, if we say, hey, we heard the price, here's the price, uh, what did you guys think? We'll do it that. That's probably what we'll do. We'll take topics, um, you know, if we get to see it, what, if we get to see the controller, if we get to see the console, what we think of it, what the name is, you know, what some of the games we saw, we know we're going to see the next, uh, uh, Call of Duty game. We're going to see it, um, at that event. They've already announced that. So I don't expect a lot of games. It sounds like Microsoft's going to hold a bunch of games until E3, but you know we'll see. I hope it's not. I tell you what, man, if it's all media and video and hardly any games, then it's going to be a bad start <laughs> in my book. But yeah. whatever, we'll, we're gonna. So we're gonna get back uh, together on the evening of the 21st. It's Tuesday night. Uh, it'll be a week from this coming Tuesday. So not this Tuesday, 21st. Get on Skype, be on prior to 8 p.m. Pacific time. I'll probably hop on a few minutes early, get everybody uh, going. But we're going to start pretty much right then because if i got people on the East Coast at 11 o'clock at night, they got to work the next day. I don't want to keep them too long. So um, probably about an hour maybe, um, but we'll, we'll just leave it up to you guys. Um, we'll just go from there, and uh, we'll just have a cool little discussion. Hopefully it turns out well, and we have a nice little turnout. So, apologize for the lateness of the hours, um, but that might work for our friends in Europe. I don't know. It might be early morning for them, so maybe they can get up and hop on before they go to work or something. So, yeah, we'll see. But anyways, with that, I am Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709, taking off. I'm Rob, also known as Presar. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you all next week. <laughs>